Good morning, afternoon, weekend, Monday, Friday, whichever to you, Ahedians. Welcome to another episode of Drumroll, please. The Life at Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Nick Rodriguez, and today we have a special episode focused on creating a culture of belonging at work. With our recent acquisition of MBX, our expansion into India, and the latest launch cohort getting started, we're welcoming a lot of new folks to Ahead. New. That's a word I want to focus on. We've all experienced new. New school, new job, new neighborhood, new experiences. Do you remember what that new felt like? I know I feel excited when experiencing something new. I know I also feel nervous. And as we expand the company, how can we make new Aheadians feel more included? A simple but very important question we should be asking ourselves every single day. This is a topic I'm passionate about and I'm excited to jump into it today. Today's episode, we'll be joined by guest speakers from our previously acquired companies, our new office in India, MBX, and Launch. Plus, we'll invite you, our listeners, to reflect on moments when you felt new or out of place and explore how we can make everyone feel like they truly belong. But first, I want to remind you about Ahead Gives Back, our incredible donation matching charity program. Ahead Gives Back is powered by Charity Best, a social venture on a mission to catalyze generosity, enabling people to live richer lives. Charity Vest activates people by making giving frictionless and more meaningful. And you can get started in three easy steps. One, go to charityvest.org and click create account. Two, register using your ahead email address. And three, when prompted, select an MFA method to secure your account. Once registered, you can use Charity Vest to donate to qualified charities and receive ahead matching funds. 100% of your donation and matching gift goes to the charity. To learn more about Ahead Gives Back, visit the program page on Archie. Now, let's dive into our discussion on building a culture of belonging at work. Joining us today are special guests who have experienced the process firsthand. Brian Weber interviews Mahi and Praveen from Ahead in India, and I interview Pam and Andy from previous mergers and acquisitions, Kena from MBX, and Madison from our latest launch cohort. Without further ado. Hi, everybody. Uh, Brian Weber, Director of Talent Acquisition, uh, here with Mahi Roth today, our Director of Human Resources in our India operations. Um, I've actually had the pleasure of spending the last three weeks with uh, both in Chicago and here in India with Mahi. Uh, and Mahi, thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you, Brian. As you know, I'm Mahi, and I have joined uh, as Director of HR for Ahead in India. I have over 12 years of experience in HR across leadership, HR business partnering, operations, and talent development. And I'm an expert in attracting, developing, and retaining top talent and strengthening organizational culture. On a personal front, I uh, live in Gurugram with my husband, Shubindu, and uh, my two-year-old son, Adyav. And I love traveling to different countries and photography in my free time. Awesome. So you just visited Chicago. Uh, tell me, how was your experience? You know, Chicago is one of the finest cities in the world. I love the diversity of people, languages spoken, food, and neighborhoods. I especially enjoyed the Chicago lakefront. It stretches out uh, for miles and is as varied as its people and the impressive architecture. June, July, always always a good time to visit Chicago. So. Yeah, yeah. What similarities do you see between our cultures? Sure. So, you know, I mean, there are a number of similarities between the U.S. and India. 
both are nations are democratic english speaking free market and dedicated to the rule of law further there is not one culture in either country but rather multiple coexisting cultures with different religions languages and values and this diversity makes us stronger and unique yeah i mean being here the last two weeks myself uh, it's it's amazing how quickly i felt at home that that's very easy with gracious hosts like yourself but uh, i think it definitely uh, speaks to the overlap in cultures as well Totally, Brian. You fit right in. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, what do you want to really replicate here in Ahead India after having the visit to Chicago? What's really stuck out to you? You know everything, um, but like you know. Um, something that really stood out for me is like you know our customer centric approach like i i believe what makes a head special is that we consider the customer success as our own and which is what i would love to replicate here in india as well yeah making an impact right um i think uh, that 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 uh, uh that was very well put um and i think that everybody agree could agree uh is something that regardless of geography, is, is super important here at Ahead. I agree, yeah. Well, thank you very much for spending some time today and uh, answering a couple of questions. You know, uh, and the visit here has been amazing. I, uh, I I can't believe that I have to fly back in a day or two, but we'll uh, definitely have to schedule more visits soon. Exactly, and uh, definitely looking forward to hosting you here soon again. Well, thank you very much for your time, Mai. Thank you, Ryan. here today with Praveen Grover, uh, VP and Managing Director of India Operations. First off, I wanted to give a big thank you and shout out to Praveen and his team here in India for being such amazing hosts. I've been lucky enough to have spent the last few weeks here in India with his team, and, and I must say everyone has just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Praveen, I know a lot of people have heard your name uh, already, but why don't you go ahead and give us a, a quick introduction on yourself? Thank you, Brian. Uh, I am happy to be here. Hello, everyone. My name is Praveen, VP and Managing Director. I am leading the effort to build a Heads India Center to expand our service delivery capacity and improve both our margins and competitiveness. I possess over 20 years of experience in enterprise technology and best shoring. And I have successfully built out offshore operations before. First, I built Tricor's India operations to 400 employees. And then when Rackspace Technology acquired Tricor, I expanded Rackspace's India Shared Services Center to more than 2,500 employees all while maintaining a positive operational impact. Currently, I reside in Gurgaon, India, which is a suburb of the capital, New Delhi, with my wife of 20 years, Sheetal, and two kids, Ryan, age 16, and Sophia, age 10. Thank you for sharing that. It's a, a great insight into uh, your background, as well as some of your personal life. And tell me, what is your vision for Ahead in India? Certainly. Uh, my vision 
is to build a world-class shared services center far ahead that adds value to our customers, employees, and investors. I consider India a long-term and strategic partner for our core services that ultimately improve customer value and drive profits. Awesome. And, and tell me, what do you expect uh, India operations to enhance for ahead? And how will this all fit together? So, Brian, today we have about 80 or so partner badged personnel in India supporting our managed services and digital solutions groups. And we expect demand to grow to over 200 this year alone. Our partners are struggling to keep up with the pace of our growth and to source the unique skill sets we need. We also have a growing number of strategic and focused clients that contractually require any offshore resources to be ahead employees. By building an ahead offshoring capability, we expect to organize project teams faster, better control for quality and client experience, and improve margins. This is an important and exciting step for ahead. One which I believe will allow us to better meet our client needs for larger service engagements, flexible cost structures, and follow the sun support. Thank you. I really appreciate you sharing those uh, those insights and spending some time with me here today uh, discussing these phenomenal next stages of ahead. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear and share more updates as we continue to grow and scale here in India and really make a global impact. I, I've completely felt at home my entire visit. And yeah, that's a big thank you to your, you and your team. Uh, and I can't wait to schedule my next visit already. So I appreciate you spending the time speaking with me today. Thank you for having me, Brian. Welcome, everyone. I've got Pam Coffee here. Pam, super excited to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Thanks. Oh, oh, fantastic. I appreciate it. I know you, but for the folks who are listening, it'd be great if you could introduce yourself. Oh, sure. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm in a head's office of the CTO. I'm a field CTO focusing on our strategic clients in the South. I've been meeting more and more people from the Atlanta office. I need to, I need to figure out a way to get down there. I'm, yeah, I'm like, obviously planes, <laughs> trains, automobiles, stuff like that, but I got to build a business case. No problem. Uh, reason I want to have you on today is I know that you came from a legacy company and were, that was acquired by a head and you merged in. And I think you've been doing great while you've been here and um, your story is an awesome one that I want to share with folks. So to get things started, I'd, I'd love to learn about, you know, like what legacy company did you come from? I came from Sovereign Systems. We were headquartered out of Atlanta. Um, we came over and I think late 2019, we were a pretty small company, but we did a lot of the same things that ahead did cloud virtualization infrastructure. So it was, a it was a pretty good fit. Yeah. Awesome. What was your role as sovereign before, uh, before, I don't know if it's changed a lot. Yeah, it's changed quite a bit. I ran the cloud and virtualization practice for the company. So, you know, everything from how do we price our services to making sure we had the right people on board to deliver the services, did sales enablement. You know, just helping sales reps know what we had to sell, built relationships with vendors like, you know, VMware and others. 
Yeah. Oh man. Uh, it's sounded like a lot of hats. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with a small company. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I definitely know all about that. So late 2019, you get the news that ahead is acquiring Sovereign. What was your initial reaction to the news? I think the, um, you know, the bigger thing is, wow, you know, who's ahead? What do they do? Do I want to be there? <laughs> that was kind of the, the thoughts that ran through my head. Cause you know, anytime you have change, it, it, it can produce anxiety and you don't know what's coming and you know, all that kind of stuff. What, what's my role going to be? I clearly am not going to run a virtualization practice. Ahead already has that covered. I'm clearly not going to run, you know, other practices. So what am I going to do? How do you feel about, you know, being part of Ahead now? Oh, it's been great. It's been really, really great. Fantastic. You know, sometimes change, like you said, can be anxiety. They say, I'm rolling over my 401k. Very, very small kind of change in the grand scheme of things. But like having a panic attack yesterday just <laughs> freaks, freaks me out sort of thing. So I can't even imagine what it would be like for you. But it's awesome that you're, uh, you know, really enjoying it. And the fit's been great. Yeah, I think, you know, the the thing I told myself is, you know, they have a good, re ahead has a great reputation and most of the time change opens other doors and you go learn new stuff and you meet new people. And so let's just go figure out who ahead is and what they do. And, you know, let's go, let's go. <laughs> that's kind of what that, I, that's where I was. Oh man, that is that a heady in spirit, right? Let's go roll up the sleeves, get in there. Let's just figure it out. Right. Uh, I really appreciate that. But I'm sure a lot of the times, you know, when we're, when we're navigating change or, when we're rolling up our sleeves, it can be difficult to do it by ourselves. Not saying it's impossible, but it's always great to, you know, lean on other people or have other people come to you who, who want to help. And so I'm wondering, you know, who or what helped you uh, the most in making the transition into Ahead? That's probably the best thing about Ahead. It was Ahead's people. So first thing I did is start reaching out to people. People reached out to me. I'll call out like Brian Dempsey and Dave Janis. They included me in sales calls with United and, you know, went up to Chicago. I met a bunch of people there. Adam Erickson, Freddie Schindler, you know, went up into the Midwest, went on calls with them. So I started seeing how Ahead's people work, how the sales machine works. Uh, the cloud, the, the guy that ran the cloud practice at the time invited me to his internal meeting. So I was able to go meet a whole bunch of people there, uh, Tim Curlis and others. Went to a cocktail party, you know, the office was having, I think it was during the holiday time. So it just felt like people were interested in whether my onboarding was good and whether, you know, I was getting what I needed. All the way up through executive leadership, you know, Eric Kaplan was was big in helping us make the transition from the old role that I no longer have to the field CTO role, kind of creating that for people like me that came in that didn't really fit into other places. So it was like I reached out to practice managers. Everybody would spend an hour with me telling me what their practice did and making sure I was coming up to speed. So, you know, the people were fantastic and still are. It's one of the best people places that I've worked. A hundred percent. I mean, there's a reason I came back. What I also really liked about your story is that um, it's a mix of like self-activation, right? Like you got to you got to do your part. If you're going to be part of it, yeah. do some reaching out, make some connections. You're doing some network building first day of the new school kind of like uh, how to make some friends but it's also important that other people are inviting you to things right so uh, everything down from client directors or you know people within the practice all the way up to the elt like everybody has everybody has a role and and can play a part in making people feel welcomed and like they belong here at ahead and it's pretty it's pretty incredible to see that activation through all the levels so interested in what advice would you have or do you have for new folks joining ahead? Well, I'm a big believer in networking, whether you're joining a new company or taking on a new role, like go meet people, 
you know, build your support system, build your, you know, people to bounce ideas off of, go learn who people are in the organization. So I think reaching out and, you know, doing that proactively is, is, is something people should do. It just helps you get integrated and know the people, right. And know who's who and, you know, how you work with folks. So I think that's, that's number one. And then, you know, just, just learn what's available out there for us. You know, we have, um, you know, we have Archie, we have ways of going and getting information. We have, uh, you know, the sharpen the axes, the Friday enablements for the technical. So figuring out what's out there to just start absorbing information about the company. It's just going to take a while to, to, to learn, but do your networking and then use all the resources would be my summary of my advice, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, you know, plenty of great opportunities. Town halls. I don't know what town hall is like in Atlanta, but the one in Chicago, so many people are there. I mean, getting into the office, talking to folks and even not in the office virtually, right? We're, we're in India now. We're all over the country. Get, get on those virtual calls. Chat's easy. Uh, yeah. Quick I am. I love sending gifts. Anybody, anybody listening, send me a gift. I'll respond. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're talking about advice to new, new people who are coming in, but let's also look at like internally at ourselves. What advice do you would you uh, do you have for a headians to help new folks feel like they belong here? Yeah, I think reaching out just a simple, hey, welcome aboard. Let me know if I can help. Um, what's your background? Would love to learn if I can learn from you because everybody wants to make an impact. When you come to a new organization, you want to quickly make an impact. And so, you know, kind of opening that door for people to say, yeah, this is what I did in my previous company. This is what I'm really good at. Uh, I, I think those those two things help reach out and then, you know, try to figure out how the person, what, what strengths they bring and how they might integrate with, with, with your, you know, interaction with them. I always love when new team members are getting added to the team. It's like, hey, let's do a coffee and catch up. 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what are you about? What do you like to do? What do you, whatever. For me, I'm a very, a very relationship driven. And whenever I'm uh, going to work with someone, I like to know a little bit about them before, you know, I can really get started on, on some really meaningful, impactful work. And so those coffee and catch ups and, or, uh, that I do, I, I think are so wonderful. It's more fun when you're, you know, you're, you know, more about the person and you're more of a community that's, that fosters more belonging. I mean, one one of the things that I always get teased about being here in the South, I'm an Alabama fan. So, you know, an Alabama football fan. So I will get beat up when Tennessee beat us last year and Auburn (laughs) is doing this and Georgia won the national championship. And that's, you know, just kind of that human interaction. It's uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, a little rivalry is always a, a good rivalry. time. Yeah. yeah, Chicago's got Cubs and Sox, and, and it just creates a creates something to talk about. It's just yeah, fun. Exactly. So. Awesome, Pam. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I learned a lot about how we can make people feel more like they belong in a head, and how you know I, how I can play a role in doing that. So I really appreciate your time today. You bet, Nick. Thanks for putting this together. We're gonna keep getting good people, and we need to make sure they belong. Ah, fantastic, Pam. Thank you. Everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Andy. Nice to have you on here. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Let's do a quick introduction. Andy Bamhani. I'm a senior director uh, within TSS Operations. So that's kind of my role now, but I've had many roles over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. I find that, you know, maybe it's not so unique to a head, but definitely I've wore a lot of different hats. And I've been I've been thankful for it because I get to get a lot of different kind of experiences. And I think it makes me much more well-rounded, you know, person and professional. Definitely pull from my experiences, you know, in my current job from my previous ones. 
Yeah, for sure. So speaking of previous jobs, I got to ask, you know, what legacy company did you come from? So I came from Round Tower. What was your experiences like at Round Tower? When I started at Round Tower, uh, I started in 2012. So it was a, a definitely a smaller organization. I think there were maybe like 60 people. So it was kind of like coming up through, um, you know, growing with the company. So like when I started, I was a senior PM. And then uh, my first promotion, I became our first service delivery manager. So at that point, like we didn't have any service delivery. It was all just kind of part of the practice. So that was the first kind of separation of true delivery. And then in a few years, I became the PMO director and I, I grew that. Um, and that was actually the position I was in when we when we did get acquired as I was a PMO director at Round Tower. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what was your initial reaction to that news? So when I first found out, it was it was really just kind of uh, kind of a lot of questions. Just you know, I had heard of Ahead. I mean, like they they operated in the same same area as us, so like uh, they're definitely a known quantity. I actually knew a couple of people that that worked at Ahead, um, so that was nice. Um, I kind of knew like you know how Ahead was, how they were growing, what they did. That you know it was it was definitely a similar company. And actually, when we got acquired, we also got with Cavaris. So Round Tower and Cavaris together were the size of Legacy Ahead. So it was almost doubling the company at that point. You kind of started to understand the depth and the breadth of what we were doing with combining those three organizations. Cause it was really like, you know, a, a big, it wasn't just like, hey, we're adding this little part on. It was like we're doubling, you know, this this entity. Yeah, absolutely. It's got me massive. It's hard. Sometimes you're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I want I want to put something together, maybe like in your personal life, and you're like, all right, uh, I know it's gonna be like really crazy, but like the only way we can do it is just kind of like getting started and jumping in and rolling yeah. up your sleeves, right? Yep. How do you feel today about being a part of Ahead? Uh, I really like Ahead. I mean, it, I think they have really great leadership, um, really good, you know, idea of where they want to go, what they want to do. They're very innovative. Like, I mean, you know, and, and this happened. Um, you know, you look at the leadership, um, you know, same thing when I was at Round Tower, like they, they always seem to make really good business decisions, right? They were always growing the company. They were always kind of on that cutting edge of what's new. So they stayed relevant. So I really like Ahead because uh, everybody's very receptive to ideas like, hey, have we thought about trying this? Or, you know, could we look at this? They very much foster the idea of, hey, there may be a better way to do it. If you have it, bring it forward. No bad ideas, like that kind of stuff. So I really like it. I think it's a great company. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a fun ride for the next couple of years, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I love how receptive Ahead is for new ideas all the time. Like I, I never feel any hesitation in bringing something up that you know that I'm thinking about because I know that there's, like you said, no no bad ideas. Bring them forward and let's give it a try, right? Like and learning how to fail fast sometimes and or you know if it's successful just take it and go with it sort of thing so like this podcast i'm just like hey i'm gonna start recording some stuff we're gonna go and everyone's like let's go let's do it yeah <laughs> so you know kind of like reflecting back on um you know getting from your initial reaction to being acquired to where you're at now and ahead you know what advice do you have for new folks who are joining ahead so i'd say you know one of the things I would encourage them to do is, is trust the process, right? Um, the IMO, like Kelly and team, they have done a great job of learning from every acquisition. So this is not a fly by the seat of our pants kind of thing. Like they have very good process procedures. Um, they have learned from mistakes. They have, you know, very good like playbooks in terms of how to do this. So 
it's going to be scary, right? You know, you don't know. There's always the unknown. But in terms of like, how are they going to take care of the employees? How are they going to give you information? How are they going to make sure you get trained and actually like brought into the organization? Um, they have very good processes for that. Um, that's not to say that you're still not going to have questions and you may not know everything day one. Um, you know, trust the process, trust the people that are in charge of it, uh, and really just be open-minded about like, you know, what you're going to get to do and understand that your role may change, right? Um, there, there's, you know, you can't have, you know, just because you did a role before doesn't mean that that exact role is going to be needed in the same capacity at ahead, but they're very good at finding, you know, what are you good at and fitting you into where do you help the organization? Yeah, kind of like what you're just talking about earlier. It's like you, you get to grow with these companies and you get all these different experiences and you get to take those lessons learned and apply them to the next kind of the new frontier yeah. that you get into. That's awesome. So, you know, who or what helped you the most in making the transition to ahead? So uh, for me, it was uh, Kelly Kennan and Paul Bichanek. So being a part of the PMO, uh, when I came in, I started uh, under Paul and I was kind of in charge of the data center PMs. So uh, legacy wise, it was, you know, Matt Quinn and Rusty and Rusty had come from Data Blue, And then I had two like PDMs uh, from Round Tower. Uh, so I had that group and we started, you know, working on the integration, right? Just trying to get PM buddies and things like that. So we, we started to align uh, what we were doing. So we talked about advice for new folks who are coming in, but, you know, I'd kind of like to, you know, flip this a little bit and what advice do you have for headians to help them make new folks feel like they belong? One of the best things is just inclusion. If you don't have people that have been, you know, integrated into your team, you're not really, you know, including anybody. Most people when they're new, whether it's integration or new to the company, they're kind of drinking from a fire hose, just trying to understand everything. So it's kind of like, Hey, this is, this is kind of the area that I cover. If you guys need help, let me know. People just kind of reach out, you know, let them know what you do, introduce yourself. Don't just sit in your silo and, you know, kind of heads down and, and, and kind of ignore everything because, um, you know, that, that makes it hard because they're not going to come seek you out because they probably won't even know who you are or what you do. You kind of need the additional help of, you know, kind of offering up some of that information so they get to know, you know, who you are and then, once it kind of clicks in terms of, hey, this is what you cover, this is what you do, then they it's a lot easier for them to, to reach out and say, hey, now I met you on that call. I had a question like, you know how to do this, right? Um, and it kind of just kind of breaks the ice and gets gets those conversations started. A hundred percent. You know, I I think everybody at ahead knows something that they could share with someone else at the company. And it's, it's as easy as, you know, offering it up, right? Just saying like, hey, if you have any questions about X, Y, or Z, reach out. Like we have teams, we have, I like to call it instant voice, old school phone calls, stuff like that. I think it's, it's easier now to get in touch with people than ever than it has been before, but somehow it like also takes a little bit more energy and all you have to do is kind of just put it out there. And I think people, people can, people connect with that and people want to, you know, like interact with that. So, yeah. Well, Andy, I really appreciate you hopping on today. Thank you. It's been awesome. And hopefully, uh, you know, for all the new people that are coming on, you know, just trust the process and, you know, enjoy the ride as, as Dan always says, right. You know, this is, it's a great place to be and it's going to, we're going to continue to do great things.
Folks, I got Kena Jones here on the line with me today. Super excited to meet him from MBX. Uh, you know, we recently acquired the company, and I'm just uh, really excited about the opportunities and the people that we get to meet. And so, uh, Kena, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Nick. I uh, appreciate you including me on this. Uh, very excited uh, on this next chapter. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the included thing, um, I, I'm all about it. I'm all about making sure that we're building a culture of belonging and making sure that everyone feels included. And that's what this episode's about. And part of that's getting to uh, know the people that are coming into the uh, head group with us. And uh, so I'd love if you could introduce yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I serve uh, in a business development uh, capacity, uh, focusing on our strategic initiatives. Uh, I've been with MBX for 14 years, so spent a lot of time uh, with the company, watching it grow and, and uh, achieving the, the place that it is today. Um, personally, I've, I've been in various sales roles uh, over the past 20 plus years. Um, my education is actually in uh, computer science, never really saw that as a career path but I do love technology um, and this role as uh, in business development really allows me to um, be a part of some really special uh, opportunities and, and helping uh, customers to solve challenges. It's, it's been really, really fun. Maybe just a little bit more uh, about MBX uh, for those who, who are not familiar with the, the recently acquired family here. Um, you know, our, our vision was to change the way people designed, managed, and delivered their products. And um, you know, through my interactions with uh, some ahead uh, folks, like what we did for customers is a little bit different uh, than than what ahead does. Um, so we we served mostly uh, independent software vendors, ISVs, you know, companies who needed to marry software with hardware uh, to produce some type of service. So uh, think you know, computing devices that attach to like the back of a monitor, um, computers that are embedded in other systems like MRI machines or medical carts, uh, all the way up to fully integrated racks. Uh, it was very, very product focused uh, as opposed to what I've seen um, with what the head, what head focuses on is more on a project type of focus. But I think there's uh, two puzzle pieces here really, really coming together uh, and matching up perfectly. And along with Hatch, I think it's, it's going to create some uh, really good impact. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of blending, uh, it sounds like, two of the best of both worlds. One other thing that I just wanted to call out just... Um, you know, at MBX, we we always uh, were able to punch above our weight class. Um, going into uh, opportunities and challenges that seemed, uh, you know, maybe even impossible for a team of our size and, and scale. Um, now that we're a part of a head, I think it's just really going to open the doors for much larger, more complex, uh, more unique. Uh, challenges and just very excited for that for what the future holds there that's fantastic 14 years with mbx i i, I kudos 
big kudos. I think um, you're usually down here numbers like that too frequently. Uh, I kind of pat myself on the back a little bit, eight years that I had and came back. But I mean, 14, that's almost double. That's impressive. I, I bet you have a lot of really great, uh, you know, memories and uh, experiences at MBX. Yes, uh, I actually uh, was a competitor of MBX before no I started working at MBX. I spent uh, at my daily routine uh, was doing my investigation of what are they doing next? You know, how can I compete with these guys who are, are uh, increasingly becoming a, a pain in, in, in what I was trying to accomplish? But uh, being able to, to come over to MBX, it was really, really exciting. Um, Honestly, 14 years, I still feel like the new guy. There's so many people at MBX that have been there longer than me, some 20 plus years. It's it's pretty incredible. Wow, that's a, that's amazing. Uh, 20 plus years. I mean, so now I, I haven't done my homework. I'd have to go back and find out when the company is established, but I, they got to be some day one folks. Yeah, uh, quite a few people who have been there since uh, you know nearly day one. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Um, you know, starting it ahead. Uh, oh gosh, back in 2014 for me, it was about a 150 person company. So like a lot of people, you basically knew everyone was there, and there were still people who had been there. You know, I think like seven years already, six years, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, like cool. I've got a lot of learning to do from folks like that. Tell me a little bit about your role at MBX. Yeah, so the. Uh, the areas that I was able to serve uh, at MBX and now uh, for AHEAD, just really uh, looking at opportunities that our customers have, understanding their goals, their challenges, uh, matching them with our capabilities and ensuring that their programs are on a, on a firm footing uh, and then moving on to the next one. Can you tell me about like one of your more favorite uh, times or experiences or projects uh, when you were working at MBX? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, one of the big standout pieces and, and I don't I'm not going to take any credit for the work that the development team uh, put together for Hatch. Um, but being a, a part of hearing what our customers needed as far as transparency visibility into their programs, uh, features that they were looking for, and, you know, really being the, the, the conduit to feed that back to the company and just seeing how Hatch has grown over the years. That, that's probably been one of the more exciting things that I've seen at MBX. Yeah, you know, I've been hearing about it. I did take a look at it after our town hall and checked uh, checked it out, and it, uh, it sounds awesome. I think it's a really great frontier for a head as well. Uh, Absolutely. The, uh, the I'd say the neatest projects that I've been able to work on, you know, a, a couple come to mind. So I think uh, media and entertainment streaming type companies. That's something that all of us interface with pretty much on a daily basis. But being able to assist those companies to be able to deliver their content around the world, really, really need to be a part of that. Other areas think uh, like live event type places, theme parks, art exhibits, uh, you know, things that, you know, you or your family or other people interact with and just being able to say, hey, we helped to, to facilitate the ability for them to do that. It's been, it's been really, really neat. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like, uh, you know, put in the effort nine to five and during the workday. And then, you know, when it's over, go enjoy some of this, some of the stuff that you've been working on. Go to the art exhibit, go to that theme park and nudge the person next to you and be like, yeah, 
yeah, <laughs> I was involved with that. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, if I were to ask my mom, you know, describe what what you what I do, she still couldn't describe it, but she can at least look at some of the the companies and customers that we've worked with, and 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 say, hey, my son helped do that. Ah, that's awesome! Boom, right, right, right in the fields. Well, Kana, thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience? Yeah, I just uh, want to say, you know, we're only on uh, week three here of our, you know, being added to the family at Ahead. Um, I had a pretty unique perspective. Ahead was actually my customer prior to being acquired. So uh, on Friday, working with an awesome team who were customers of mine, and then Friday, that that same team are now my my coworkers. So. So really interesting vantage point there. But I can say the whole IMO team have been absolutely fantastic, uh, true professionals in managing this type of a transition. I, uh, I have other customers who I've been in, you know, kind of watched from over the fence, seeing them be acquired and looking at that whole transition process. And what I've seen from ahead, it's been uh, so much faster, so much more organized. Uh, very excited for what the the next chapter holds. Awesome. I uh, definitely want to echo how awesome our IMO team is. I know they are top notch and putting in a lot of work and effort to make sure that y'all feel like you belong here. So uh, shout out to them. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I really yeah. appreciate it. Absolutely, Kena. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on and uh, sharing a little bit about uh, your stories, your experiences at MBX, and uh, we're excited to have you here at Ahead. I had the pleasure of spending time with the latest launch cohort during their orientation week at the end of June. I'm pleased to introduce everyone to Madison, who is part of this summer's launch cohort. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you, Nick? Ah, uh, doing fantastic. You know, it's Friday and I uh, got to learn a lot from you all this week and all the questions that you're asking. I'm so inspired by how driven and um, super smart this group is and everything. And uh, I'm excited to have you on this podcast. Uh, I'd love to learn some of your background and where you came from before launch. Yeah, I'll just kind of jump into it. So I graduated in 2022 from the University of Iowa with an electrical computer engineering degree. Um, Originally grew up in Aurora and a little bit in Wisconsin, so kind of Midwest through and through. Um, For work and schooling wise, I did some machine learning during undergrad and that kind of is where my biggest interest lies and um, worked for the past year for an aerospace company in Iowa where I was a software engineer worked a little bit on their anti-jam technology and more machine learning there. Wow, that was uh, some pretty cool experience that uh, (laughs) I don't know if I know all about that, but uh, sounds really amazing. Speaking of amazing, this past week has been super incredible. Can you tell me more about your time and experience at launch this week? Yeah, it really has been a jam-packed week. I mean, Brian and Shay and the entire recruiting team really set up an incredible week for us, back-to-back activities, learning a lot about AHEAD and just the launch program as a whole. Um, We spent so much time together and really got to know a lot of people in the company and um, really learning about what AHEAD's mission is. Uh, I'd love if you can uh, share a highlight or two from this past week. Absolutely. So on Tuesday, we jumped right in and had a problem statement of a group planning a trip to Chicago and our task was to design an app for it. And we got two hours just to sit with our team and really talk over a high level what we were gonna do and then take it a little bit deeper and explain some of the details of how we would actually accomplish that task. 
and we got up in front of everybody and were able to present and get some really great feedback on not only our um, presenting abilities, but just how we worked with the team, how we worked within our launch class, and just about how that fits into the overall ahead mission. Yeah, that's fantastic. I actually got to witness some of those presentations and it was amazing. Um, you know, for a group of folks who hadn't met each other already on the second day, just kind of put into there and, and, and given a challenge, it was amazing to see how driven everyone was and uh, how quick to action uh, your entire cohort is and the collaboration that was exhibited was just like next level. I was super impressed. Now that you're part of Ahead, what are you most excited about? Oh, that's a good question. Because I'm excited about a lot of different aspects of Ahead, um, I would say last night we did a speed networking and I met a lot of the different people who work here and um, just excited about how open everybody was and how eager they were for us to be there as well. Um, I would say through launch, I feel very invested in and I'm excited to invest back into Ahead and see what that looks like. Um, and then I think the thing I'm most excited about is I'm someone who loves to learn. So um, the way that Ahead takes, takes an approach to lifelong learning and really supporting people wanting to learn is something I'm most excited for just for that mutual support back from company. Ah, oh, that's amazing, Madison. I'm so excited for this launch cohort. I think everyone's super talented, super driven, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what everyone does next. Yeah, I am also very excited um, about this launch class. I am so blown away by a lot of their backgrounds and histories and just the way that they bring their new fresh eyes and fresh expertise into the projects we talked about or just into everyday conversation. So excited to work with them, excited to work with people already here and see where we go. Fantastic. Thank you, Madison. And for everybody else listening, you got some launchers coming out to Atlanta and Phoenix and Chicago. So if you haven't had the opportunity to meet one of these awesome individuals yet, make sure you're coming in and saying hi. Thanks, Madison. Thanks, Nick. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on building a culture of belonging at Ahead. We want to extend our sincere gratitude to our amazing guest speakers, Brian, Mahi, Praveen, Pam, Andy, Kana, and Madison for sharing their valuable insights and experiences. Reflecting on their stories, I invite you to ask yourself this, how can we make new Ahedians feel more included? And based on our guest experiences, it can be as easy as reaching out, inviting them to a call, or coming to the office to say hello. Remember, creating a culture of belonging is an ongoing journey that requires continuous effort and a collective commitment from all of us. By fostering inclusivity, embracing diversity, and listening to one another, we can create a workplace where everyone feels valued, respected, and empowered to bring their whole selves to work. Before we go, I want to do one final reminder about Ahead Gives Back, our donation matching charity program. Take advantage of this awesome program and start making a difference to your contributions. As always, we encourage you, our listeners, to share your thoughts, stories, and ideas with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us on this important conversation about building a culture of belonging. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the Life at Ahead podcast. Until then, stay tuned, stay well, and stay ahead, Aheadians.